Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. We are here at Mandalay Bay at the Michelob Ultra Arena, the home of the LV Aces where they play. And we are going to have all their games aired on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas. Of course, they are our family members. Raider owner Mark Davis is the owner of the LV Aces, so we are all one big happy family. Coming up at 320, we'll have Chelsea Gray, and at 340, Asia Wilson. But right now at the table, we're blessed to have Coach Becky Hammond. And, Coach, appreciate your time. How, how is this getting ready for the season? To, we all know it gets started on Friday. How's everything going? It's going well so far. Uh, really happy with the, the things that we've put in place uh, with the girls so far. And, uh, yeah, I've – it's been fun. It's been a whirlwind, but it's been fun. I can imagine, and I remember when the news broke that you were coming out to Las Vegas to be the Aces head coach and, you know, leaving the Spurs and, you know, just kind of getting back to your roots here. I mean, just what was that whole thing like? What was that whole process like? <laughs> uh, a lot of sleepless nights, I actually, uh, coming to, to a decision. Um, but at the end of the day, I felt like I needed to pivot. Um, I felt like this was an organization that I wanted to be a part of. Um, and it just felt like something special was brewing, and I wanted to be a part of that. And so, uh, you know, after a lot of long discussions and going back and forth, um, I decided this is the place that I wanted to be and that I needed to be. How how important is it to you that the owner of the Aces, also the owner of the Raiders, Mark Davis, is so passionate about this team, not just owning a team, but this team and loves women's basketball? Well, I think that was honestly a, a huge factor in me coming here because um i talked to a lot of people who own a lot of teams and right. this and that right. um but uh what i heard out of mark wasn't just coming from his mind it was coming from his heart and that, to me that was a separation factor because this was a guy that i could feel authentically believed mm-hmm. what he was saying right and then he authentically has action behind it right and so to me you know a lot of people they say the right thing and they want to be you know politically politically correct in, in, in that stuff, but then there's no real action behind it. So right, right. Um, it's one thing to say the right thing. It's another thing to do the right thing, and um, he's somebody who, who does both. Well, I'll tell you, he's always courtside, you know, <laughs> and, and the, the fan base here is incredible. Uh, it's one of the first things I did. I've only been here since July of 2021, but one of the first things I did was go out to an Aces game. The, just the atmosphere is incredible. I mean, how excited are you to be there and have that, like I said, court, home court advantage because the fan base is so much behind the Aces? Well, we want to put a lot of energy out on the court. Um, we're going to put a very competitive basketball team out on the court, but we, we want the buy-in of the community. I mean, right. uh, we're here um, to entertain you. Right, you know? right, right. Um, and we put a really good – brand of basketball out there and at the end of the day like I, li- I think of las vegas like it's a it's a basketball town how many mm-hmm. tournaments are here right. how many like yeah it's such a basketball place um so we're we're excited to be the main ticket right and and you very well are and i'm telling you when, when i come to these games it's so exciting you know just to get the energy of the crowd and you can see the players feed off of that so as far as this year's team i mean you've put the roster together you know still tinkering it with it here and there it all gets started on friday yeah. so what what uh what is the what is the vibe that you're getting from this year's team? Uh, well, they they came in with a lot of energy, um, a lot of eagerness to learn to learn a new system. Um, so I, I've been super impressed with not only their individual skill set, um, but their ability to read and make plays for each other. Um, and some of it has nothing to do with coaching. They're players <laughs> and they're playing. Uh, they're going to make me look like genius. Uh, at sometimes I'll be like I had nothing to do with that. That was all them. Right. Um, they're just uh, truly 
great basketball minds. Um, they have the ability to you know, flip things and run it on the other side of the court. Um, so they're, they're a talented group. Um, and now it's just about, uh, you know, giving them a base, you know, right. a few things that are non-negotiable offensively and defensively. Right. Right. And then, you know, once we establish, you know, the objectives and we have clear communication on what that expectation is going to be, we can hold each other accountable. And I think once we start uh, being able to build that kind of culture, I think the championships are built off. Talking right now with Aces head coach, Coach Becky Hammond here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. One thing that you said is the players are out there making plays. How much of a fine line does that have to, you know, do you have to understand that, hey, this is what I want you to do, but at the end of the day, I also have to let them go out there and execute? Well, if you talk to any one of them, I told them this how I was going to coach them, which is I'm going to put I'm going to put some structure in. Right. But within that little bit of structure, I want you guys to play very free. I mm-hmm. want to be I want you to be who you are. I want you to be able to play to your strengths, and I want to give you guys each individually a lot of space to do that. You know, so there's times where. Uh, you know, Asia's in and Asia's a five. That's her paint area. Right. Like, right. get out the way. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. that's her area. Right. Um, and, and vice versa, I think we're going to open some stuff up for our guards to really get downhill and do some fun uh, finishing um, that maybe, you know, there there was a lot of bodies. So everybody's going to be held accountable to get into to space, mm-hmm. um, making the right play, making the right read. Um and sharing it. So it's been pay, space, and share it. And uh, so far there's a lot of buy-in, especially from, from my, my leaders out there. Right. And so that helps a lot as yeah. a coach when, you, when your leaders um, are very selfless. Is that a conversation that you have immediately is with the leaders? Like, hey, I need you guys to understand the vision so we can go out and execute it and the rest of the team can follow. Well, those conversations will be had probably in the next two days. Okay. Um, but I first wanted to get here and kind of see them interact with each other and get to know them a little bit more um, and see what they put out together. But, yeah, I, I got I got a plan in place for, for <laughs> I know you a do. few conversations <laughs> to be had. But, um, you know, even in the offseason, just seeing their character, you know, Asia Wilson is a max player. She took less than the max to keep the group together. That's right. the kind of That's awesome. self-sacrifice and leadership um, that our – you know, one of our star players, you know, yeah. she's a franchise kind of girl. And so uh, her um, willingness to do that sets the tone right away that, hey, we d- we're doing it differently here. Right. And it's, and it's going to be about winning in the team um, and not any individual. And at, and at the end of the day, it takes a really big individual to do that. Right. No doubt about it. My man, Demon Cotton, he's in the home studio. He's got one for you. Yeah, Coach Hammond, there's a bit of a parallel between you and Raiders' new head coach, Josh McDaniels. You guys both were top assistants for legendary head coaches. So what's going to be that transition to you having that head seat and developing your own identity as a coach? Well, I think you just come in with, with – uh, I think you got to come in with a clear identity, right? Um, you have a clear way of how you see the, the game and how you want it to be played. Um, and then there's the line of, like, hey, this isn't working. What I thought was going to work isn't like mm-hmm. and let's tweak and make adjustments so i think you have to have some uh some humility and, and and flexibility with yourself as you learn your team especially you know for me coming in cold turkey i mean i was here for and we were in training camp day one <laughs> right you know so uh i have I've, I've watched a lot of their games um obviously and, and so now it's just about uh implementing a system that like everybody eats more you know, right. and, and like I said, we've been we've been preaching. You can't outgive life. You can't outgive the game. This game has given us all more than we could ever give it to it personally. Right. Um, 
but when you give personally, we all get collectively. And so that's kind of been the, the mantra going into this training camp and into this season. Devon said that you, you, know, you, you coached with a, a legendary coach. We all know Coach Pop. He's fantastic. What was your biggest takeaway? What, what, do you, what would you say you learned the most from Coach? Oh, besides my selective wine. No, <laughs> Nothing uh, wrong with that. <laughs> I'll promise you that. <laughs> no, I mean, I think the biggest thing with him is he's just a guy that doesn't skip steps. He's about the daily work. Um, he's about the, the behind the scenes that nobody sees. Mm -hmm. um, and he was a relationship builder. I think at the end of the day, what made him so successful is not only does he have a great basketball mind. Like, he's way too smart to be a basketball coach. I don't know what he's doing. He should go be like, you know, he went to the Air Force. Like, he should be flying jets or something. Right, right. Um, he, he's got that kind of... Uh, just a, a super sharp guy, um, super smart. I mean, you know, and he gets relationships. And at the end of the day, life is about relationships. And coaching is really about relationships. And he developed um, such a strong bond, you know, especially with Tim, Tony, Manu. Um, and then built something special. I mean, how do right. you keep those three together? Right. You know, and they yeah. did. And I can speak... As a very matter of fact, they all took less to keep the crew together, mm -hmm. and that's what I see this team doing and what I see the, a lot of the leadership doing. You know, Tim took less. Asia's taking less. Right. You know, and so in order to win, we all know we what we want, and we have the same goal, and uh, so we take a little less personally to give to the group collectively, and we all get more. How excited are you knowing that this team is right there? You know, mm -hmm. last, last season, I remember that last game. They were almost there in the finals. I mean, they, they were right there on the edge. Yeah. How, how excited are you knowing you have the ability to, to coach them up and get them over the top? Yeah, I mean, like I said, we're inheriting. Bill did a great job right. of just putting pieces together. Um, giving them great foundations, uh, you know, and, and to me it was it was a no-brainer because they were already competitive. Mm -hmm. I'm inheriting a great team. Right. And so now it's just um, fine-tuning some things, tweaking some things, um, not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Like there's some things that we're going to do the same. You know, mm -hmm. there's some things that we're going to do differently. And I think the little adjustments, but also I think, um, you know, I'm a fiery person. I was a competitive person, and I think you're going to see – competitive and that's what we preach every day i mean i've been in the basketball arena now for 24 years yeah professionally yeah and i can tell you competitive beats talent all the time now all, when you get you get both right then that then you're then really you, winning then you get the goats right right exactly <laughs> but you know you got to have that competition yeah. i will say this damon i know you're not here but uh coach hammond's got her uh, her red shirt on i have my red polo on today i always have the conversation about the red polo on the station because i always tell them that that's a power color and yeah. that when you're really you're kind of – I get in that zone. I'm like, you know what? i got to wear a red polo today. Yeah, so like you're it. rocking the red. I'm rocking the red. We're good. I can't go back. You can't <laughs> go wrong with wet, red, black, and white. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so real quick before we wrap up, uh, what is uh, a fan that hasn't been to an Aces game, what should they expect this year? Uh, you're a basketball fan. You're not a basketball fan. Um, you've never been to a women's game. This is the year you got to go. Right. This is the year you got to get out. You got to take your, your kids, take your little boys, take your little girls, and come watch um, some really elite athletes with uh, a unique skill set. Get up and down the court and uh, get ready to cheer because we're going to give you a lot to cheer about. Well, it all. What's that? What'd you say? Oh, no. I just wanted to ask Coach because I know that these media days that they're just flying by and she's so busy. But is there one thing that you want to talk about that you just haven't been asked yet? Mm. <laughs> don't make me use my brain now. Cause <laughs> we've been See how you do? We've been talking. Uh, no, I mean, to me, at the end of the day, it, it's got to become 
just more and more about the team. Right. You know, these mm-hmm. girls need to be front and center because uh, they're not only are they unique, we, uniquely qualified to be leaders in up front and center, um, but it's that time. Right. It's that time in society that you start uh, recognizing uh, – this talent for what it is right. and, uh, and, and the appreciation for it. And I, I, there's one thing that I so appreciate about um, my time in the NBA is, is the guys' support um, of the women's game. Yeah. And, and their you see a lot fandom of it. Yeah, and their, a lot of it You know, now they're too. showing up. I mean, there's, there's not a greater influence than you show up, right? right? Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's in life or in sports. When people show up, yep. um, you know, you, you know you're going to have a great impact. And so uh, it's it's been – fun for me and it's going to be uh fun coaching this group and i I think probably the surprising thing is you know you see them and they're so competitive right right um but how fun they are like Mm -hmm. i like hanging with them yeah 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 that's a good thing Um, yeah so we're gonna work hard we're gonna work our butts off um but we're also gonna have a lot of fun i'm like this you're a basketball player like we're getting paid for this right and so the journey is very short as a player. You got to enjoy every moment and mm-hmm. make the most of every moment. And so uh, we just want to start building special moments on the court with each other. And, and like I said, it's about the foundation and habits that we're building. Well, I'll tell you, get started on Friday. You got your first home game on Sunday. Of course, we air those games on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas. So, coach, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy your media day, and then get right to it. Have fun uh, coaching up this team, and we'll be here to support you the whole way. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. There she goes, Coach Becky Hammond of the LV Aces with us here on Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. When we come back, we'll be talking to Chelsea Gray. She'll tell you about the team and what they've been going through and as she prepares for this upcoming season. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. It's time! Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Back here at the Michelob Ultra Arena. We're here for the LV Aces for their media day. Been having a lot of fun. Earlier we talked to Coach Becky Hammond. Now we're joined at the table by Chelsea Gray. And Chelsea, we talked to you last season while the Aces were on your run. You guys came up a little bit short, but how excited are you just to get back into the grind and get back to the regular season? I'm excited. You know, I've been looking for an opportunity to, you know, battle once again in front of this hometown and on this court. Last time it left a bad taste in our mouth at our home court, so I know everyone is excited to come out for the home opener and, you know, get a dub. How much does that kind of put that burn in your belly to get back at it? Because you did fall just a little short, and it was a heck of a game. I mean, that game was fantastic down to the wire, but just how much burn does that give you? Man, I'm a competitor to my core, so the last time out, I, I have the last thing I have is an L next to my name. So <laughs> I'm definitely excited to be back on the W column. Let me let me ask you this: Our guy Demond Cotton is back in the home studio. He's been telling me that he was a captain of his basketball team, or he was some big time basketball player in high school. But his friend that went to high school with him and has been friends with him for like 12 years said she never saw him play on the court. So I ask you: Did he play basketball? I don't know. I played the fifth. <laughs> I played the fifth. Why are you being messy, Damon? man? Why are you being messy? <laughs> then you added in some additives of I never. I didn't say I was some big time guy. I just said I was team captain. That's all I said. Well, team captain's pretty important, isn't Chelsea? Uh, the service is cutting out. 
<laughs> I know that's right, but uh, how excited are you uh, to get to play for Coach Becky Hammond? Of course, Bill Lambert was the head coach. Now Becky Hammond, she comes from you know the uh, Spurs and, and, and coaching under Greg Popovich. She's got the skins on the wall, returns to the organization. How exciting is this? It's amazing, especially as a point guard, to be, be able to play with and under uh, a point guard. And she succeeded at the highest level, both on and off the court. She knows the game. She's been a part of the game for a long time in different capacities. So I know it's going to be a great journey this year. How much does that fuel you, and how much can you learn from her, like you said, being a point guard, her being a point guard? How much can she just kind of have that individual relationship with you and help even evolve your game? I think it's just the conversations that we can have during practice, during games, and just having an open dialogue on the expectations. Sometimes, you know, as a point guard, you see different things. You're like, I saw what you saw there, but no, this is how you get better and make Mm -hmm. other people better. And just the IQ and the smarts around the game is something that I will enjoy. Talking right now with Chelsea Gray from uh, uh, the LV Aces. We're here at Michelob Ultra Arena. It is the Aces Media Day. The season gets started on Friday. The home opener is on Sunday. And as far as the the home crowd that you, you, you ladies have here, it is amazing. I mean, the atmosphere is always incredible. How much energy does that get you and kind of give you, you ladies while you're out there on the court when you hear that, that crowd get all fired up? It's a different type of energy. Um, you know, you have fans, you have hometown people that come every time. You have people that fly in that want to that wanna see a game. And you have people that come here to visit the city of Las Vegas. And it's like, hey, let's pop into an Aces game. So it's definitely a vibe out here, man. And just you see all different types of people. You see familiar faces. But it get, it's it's. I always say, like, people have to come out to Las Vegas and actually hit up a home game. And Mm -hmm. it's just a different vibe and a different atmosphere when you come here. How has your journey been? Uh, I I mentioned it to you before, you know, coming from Hayward, California. Then you went to the 209, you know, off to college and everything. Now you're here in Las Vegas. What has this journey meant to you? It's been great. Um, I still go back home for a little bit and see some people back in the Bay. And it's just, it's a great time. I was able to go back and spend some time in the Bay and I got my my Jersey retired, uh, my high school Jersey retired in Stockton. So it's, you know, it's all part of my journey. And, um, you know, my path was a little bit different to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, the success that I've had, I think it's it's a build up of the things that I went through in college and the injuries that I sustained not being able to play my rookie season. Um, it just it's just been a little bit different of a journey, but you know, everybody's path is a little bit different. How has that adversity that you had to deal with and overcome? How has that helped shape you? Man, it made my circle a lot smaller <laughs> when you were going through the things you're going through. You find who your people are and you rely on them heavily, and so I found my people um, I'm always welcoming into different people you know you go through different stages in your life and different people you know they always say that some people are there for a season and some people are there for a lifetime and so I found those people I know I'm, I'm always you know encouraging to find more um, and I'm open to open relationship uh, other relationships so it, it 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 definitely changes you as a person more than anything and you know, you never take anything for granted, and that's what I just try to stress. I know people were like, I'm supposed to be on this path, I'm supposed to be doing this thing, but I always say that my path was different, and if you don't see a path that you feel like you should be on, then just create your own, and I feel like that's what I've been able to do. And that's kind of the kind of the point guard mentality as well. Sometimes you just got to create your own. Yeah, you know? create for other people, uh, even if they don't make your layups. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. And, uh, as far as the team, you know how every single team, how good they are. There's always going to be tweaks. There's always going to be a little bit of changes, a little bit of roster turnover. When you look at the roster uh, that that you young ladies have this year, uh, how excited are you about the, the opportunity that you guys have? 
Yeah, we're so versatile. You know, people can play different positions in a preseason game. You had Asia bringing up the ball. And I was like, I'm excited for that. I ain't got to bring it up all the time. <laughs> um, but it's so fluid. I think our offense has naturally created opportunities for things to happen that's not really scripted. And I think that's what, when you have, that's when the hardest people, the hardest teams are harder to scout, harder to play against is when different people can be in various positions at any time. And so We've been able to practice that during training camp, and there's certain moments where I'm setting a stagger and there's some moments where I'm coming off a stagger. So I think that just makes it so much more fun and fluid and everybody, you know, you see two, you give it up, and just the successes around that. When Coach was on with us, she was talking about having conversations with the leaders on her team and, and how well once once you, you all start to buy in and you do buy in, then all of a sudden, boom, that helps everyone else on the team. So what, what are those conversations like as far as just kind of being that coach on the court? Yeah, I think we're just all learning each other all over again within a different system, within a different time frame. And I think that's what's so fun about it is you're learning and getting better together and pushing each other's buttons. And I think that's what it's all about. That's what competitors want. And if you're not a competitor, you're in the wrong. You're on the wrong team. Right. Absolutely. You ready to get onto the court? It starts on Friday. Of course. I think maybe we can have a game tomorrow. Okay. Hey, <laughs> that, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. The, the the season gets started on Friday. Home opener is on Sunday. We'll be here at the Michelob Ultra Arena to to cheer you on. And uh, we definitely appreciate your time today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. There she goes, right there. Chelsea Gray, uh, the LV Aces, one of the leaders on the court, right there, and a, a, a very fun one to watch. And we definitely appreciate her time this afternoon as we're uh, here at media days and Devon, i didn't i just asked her a question i just asked her about your hoop skills no but you like added some other stuff what did i add like, to it teammate. you said you were a captain yes team captain but you then you said like oh this like hi you like threw in an extra little sentence there you that, said you were a team captain i was you well to, we can get somebody that was on the team oh okay well I hold on I, I need to we we have we have another guest that is, is at the table now. One Tyler Bischoff from Demond, the press box. We're we're dominating this five on five game. <laughs> I love Tyler's uh, there's, it, there's, enthusiasm. There's never been a better pick than you picking me first overall. In this <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's that confidence. I love to hear. It's not even going to be close. Okay, but Tyler, let me ask you this. He says he was a captain on his team, but yet nobody's ever seen him on the court. Did he play basketball? Demond? Yes. It doesn't matter about you. But I, yeah. <laughs> so he skipped that one. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter how good Demond is. That's irrelevant. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll carry him. I don't know. I don't, I, has Demond ever played basketball? I don't have I don't any know. idea. He said he was a captain, but no one's his, his friend of 12 years who went to his same high school said she never saw him on the court. Someone who doesn't know basketball? <laughs> We're talking about a girl who doesn't even But she knows what you basketball. look like. I mean, but come you, on. But, you've never, but she's never saw you play basketball? Basketball? Like she doesn't even know if you've dribbled a ball before? Exactly. That's a, that's a reach. But, I mean, who, who's out here just trying to impress girls? Like, oh, you want to see me dribble a ball? Like, no. No, but if, if I see Tyler on the court, I'll say, hey, there's Tyler on the court. If she saw you on the court, she would recognize you. She has been your friend for 12 years. Come on, Q. She's a pro. She was just, you know, she was feeding into the bit. <laughs> that's all it was, you know, making good content for the show. That's all. I don't know about that. I don't know. But we're excited about this game if it ever actually happens. Uh, Tyler's going to lead his team. I'm going to lead. Uh, it's going to end up being me versus Tyler the whole game. Watch. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be me versus you. Don't, so. tell, don't tell Adam and Steve that. They'll <laughs> they'll be concerned. They think they're too good at basketball. I, hey, I've, I've never seen anyone play. I just know the competitor in me. I know the competitor in you. <laughs> I don't know anything about DeMond at all. Nobody I, does, apparently. <laughs> you know him for 12 years and don't know if he's ever played basketball. <laughs> I don't even know if DeMond's real. Wow. Wow. Just, hey, look, he said it, not me. All I'm saying is, like, you guys are going to be in for such a treat. 
I mean, you guys are going to be shocked. It's going to be shock and awe when it's like, man, we really should have shut up about those jokes about doing I can't play basketball. You're on my team. I hope you're great. Right. I hope you're awesome. He's pulling for you. He wants you to be good. I, I'm the one who's questioning you. If you're good, we're winning 21 nothing, Devon. Whoa, hey, man. Whoa. Hey, man, we're scoring. We're scoring. What's the skunk rule? It's like 11 0, 11 0 skunk. Point. You're right. Yeah. It might be 15 0. Uh, 11 0 is a skunk, man. I, that's not going to happen, man. I'm going to foul somebody before that <laughs> happens. <laughs> but, uh, Tyler, yeah, man, I, I definitely uh, appreciate you. I look forward to uh, this game if it ever happens. At the very least, I want to see what Devon can't do. Yeah, tell Kevin Kruger. Tell him to set it up. Yeah, we'll, let's we'll do it. Well, there. I heard he's going to be there. That's what I heard. Oh, yeah, he's going to be, yeah. He's going to be, be there scouting. scouting. Yeah. Okay, Important. all right. I might have to bring Little Q out there just so he can get some reps. Not so he all can right, play. If he's out there. Well, no, not so he can be on my team, just so he can get some reps. I just want to see him get some reps, you know. <laughs> I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to put him out there. That's all. I'm just trying to make, make that work. But uh, we definitely appreciate it. What you got coming up on the, uh, the press box tomorrow? The Golden Knights aren't firing anybody, <laughs> or at least it looks like they're not firing anybody because all the people they might have fired are doing press conferences. Are doing pressers tomorrow. tomorrow? Well, that's always a positive thing. So unless they're they, not firing anybody. Well, they might pull a Jack Del Rio and go out there and say, hey. They, they might fire themselves. Yeah, Today I'm firing myself. Fired. That's a good, that is a good point. If Pete DeBoer <laughs> walks up tomorrow and says, guys, I've been fired, that would be phenomenal. That, that would be great content, right? It's not really how you want to, to operate things, but it's great content. So, anyway, all right, well, 7 to 10 a.m., you can catch Tyler Bischoff, and Granny will be on for a little while, then he's got to break out. He'll or be there most of the show, and then he's got to go hear Pete DeBoer not fire himself. Not fire himself. There it is. We'll catch him on the press box on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas. Come back. We'll hear from you, 702-365-9200. This is Radio Nation Radio 920. It's unnecessary roughness. The judge, Lester Hayes, joining us now. That's why Q, of course, our team kept winning. Kept winning, Q, because of our training. You got to put in the work and the time and the perseverance and the patience to train your body and train your brain. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Already heard from on today's show. Ed Graney from ESPN Las Vegas. He joined us in the first hour, talked all things Raiders. Uh, at 3 o'clock, we had Coach Becky Hammond of the LV Aces. She joined the show, and we just finished hearing from Chelsea Gray and also had an appearance from Tyler Bischoff from ESPN Las Vegas as well as we're here at uh, Michelob Ultra Arena. It's the L Aces Media Day. We're having a lot of fun. The season gets underway on Friday, and the first home game will be on Sunday right here where we're at Michelob Ultra Arena. Coming up at 3.40, we have Asia Wilson, the former MVP. She'll close out our, our guest lineup for today's show, and uh, very appreciative of the Aces for having us out here today. Uh, you can always hear their games, their home games, on our airwaves, on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas. But we also want to hear from you, Raider Nation. Got a couple good text messages to get to on the Salmon Ash text line at 69187, keyword R&R, &R, like Vegas Pete. He said, I was surprised the Raiders didn't take a linebacker or defensive back. It's a clear plan as Leatherwood is back at right tackle. The views of the Las Vegas Strip during TV coverage made our city look awesome. They could have showed the Raiderettes more, though. Carr's haircut looked cool. Was that a mohawk? And that's all from Vegas Pete. Had a lot in there to unpack. I was kind of surprised that a defensive pack back wasn't taken either. Uh, they did get one as an undrafted free agent. Uh, linebacker, the value just wasn't there. I think that they were probably going to address that. Uh, they did a, a, as uh, in free agency. They did sign uh, a linebacker, an undrafted free agent. But, yeah, I just don't think that the value was there. I think that the guys that they selected, the six, the two offensive linemen, the two defensive linemen, and the two running backs, I think the value was just higher, so they stuck to their board. Um, maybe Alex Leatherwood's going to be back at right tackle. I'm sure that they're going to give him an opportunity to compete. We'll see. 
Uh, it's going to be interesting, though. But um, I, I like the fact that there's going to be a lot of competition, and that's really all you can ask for. Let's go out to the phone lines real quick at 702-365-9200 and talk to our guy, a very patient, ABA Ivan Davis. Welcome to the show, my man. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. For sure. Uh, I'll be brief. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, you remember me telling you about a quarterback from Cattle who talking about prospects? Yeah. Yes. Chase Garber. Yeah, Chase Garbers, they got him, they signed him. Yeah, so I told you, I mean, I think the biggest reason why they chose him, because he's a phenomenal athlete. Okay, I mean, he once scored a touchdown. He did a uh, gymnastic, because his mom was a gymnastic, uh, you know, expert. And he did a flip. Nice. It's like, you know, you jump over and flipped over, and he, land, and he, and he kind of landed on his feet to score a touchdown just to show you the type of athleticism he has. But the biggest reason, I think, is because the offensive coordinator was used to be the coach of the Raiders under John Group okay. the first time. Yeah. So he, he, they, so he runs a pro-style offense as far as complexity already. So, And uh, the other part about the grading system, uh, this grading system, that's somebody else's opinion. Right. If it was a standard grading system, I, I, maybe you give it some relevance. But as far as I'm concerned, based on what I – what they said that they needed, I'd give them a grade of anywhere from a B-plus uh, to an A-minus. They got the best athletes they could. It uh, wasn't necessarily what they needed. They said, okay, we'll figure it out later. Just take the best athlete uh, on the board. And right. Yeah, no doubt about it. Thank you for the call, my man. I do appreciate you. And yeah, again, best player available. It's easy for us to say it. We talk about it all the time, but it's something that they really did. In my opinion, it looked like that's exactly what they did as they navigated through their board while they were trying to uh, – Six selections that the Raiders had. Let's go back out to the Raider Nation listener line and talk to our guy, Raider Convert. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, my man? Chew, hey, man. Hey, I'm calling about the Aces. I'm a diehard Aces fan, season ticket holder. Nice. I didn't catch, I didn't catch the first few minutes of uh, your interview with uh, Miss Hammond, but, man, they just cut the number eight and number 13 picks in this year's draft. They traded next year's one and two to get these picks. And they cut him. What the heck's going on? Can you get to the bottom of this, please? <laughs> Will do. Thank you for the call, my man. I appreciate you. And, well, I mean, that just lets you know that, uh, you know, it, it's, it's competition in every position. You know, I mean, that's just the reality of it. There's competition and that they all need to uh, be playing at, at top-notch level. And if they're not, then, hey, they're, they're going to let them go and put the best uh, young ladies out there on the court that they can. And so that's, that's why when I was talking to Coach, I said you're still kind of tweaking the roster a little bit, but uh, you're getting down to, to the, uh, you know, to the time. Since the games, the games will start on Friday and the first home opener is on Sunday. So, uh, yeah, I just think that that's the reality of the draft when it comes to not only the WNBA but the NBA as well. I mean, just when you get selected – doesn't really mean that you're going to be a player. We see so many times in the NBA, we see guys get drafted early and they end up in the G League. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, you want to talk about the NFL draft is a crapshoot. Uh, these uh, basketball drafts are very much a crapshoot as well. So uh, I think that that's really the, the best way to put it is just looking at uh, competition at every position and, and trying to put the best uh, ladies out there in the court to, to go ahead and, and, and take their game to the next level. Because look, how close were they last year? You know. The season ticket holder, that's how close they were to getting to the finals. They were right there, uh, came up short on their own home court. You know, that, that atmosphere was intense. It was insane and just fell a little bit short. And so they want to get over the hump. They don't want to just, you know, get close. They want to get over the hump and, and get to the finals. Once you get to the finals, uh, all bets are off. Then you can win 
uh, a championship. So uh, th- thank you for that call, my man. I definitely appreciate you. Going out to the Salmon Ash text line at 69187. Big E hit us up. Q is cold-blooded in my Rick James voice. I'm assuming he's talking about uh, me asking Chelsea Gray about DeMond and his lack of basketball skills. <laughs> that wasn't cold-blooded. It was just a question. You know, it's just a question. I didn't put I didn't put extras on it like DeMond's thinking. But, you know, all you ever I had, had to do is just talk about your game. So why is your talk more legitimate about my talk? What are you talking about? So nobody, nobody's ever called up and be like, yo, man, I remember a pickup game in 05, and Q had to shut down the whole gym. Ain't nobody ever did that for you. So how do we know that you're any no, good? No, nobody. Oh, I know I'm good. I know I'm good. I, I produced good. You know what I mean? Like, bad don't produce good. You know what I mean? Oh, what do they always say? We talk about the bloodlines. Hey, well, that, I, I'm not telling you to go and, uh, you know, have any uh, offspring anytime soon, but, I mean, you know, that's part of that's part of it. You know, I mean, the bloodlines. It's got the good genes. I got the bloodlines. I got the athletic genes from, from Mama Q. I pass them on to Little Q. Little Q is going to just stick with those for a long time. You know, he's he, he going to have to just go ahead and, and put everything he's got on film. You know, so... Uh, you bring up you bring up a good point, but we'll we'll get it done. Don't worry, we'll get we'll get to the court. I just never said that I was a captain, and then nobody said that they didn't never see me. That's where that's where you went wrong. Is you told me that you were a captain, you got awards at your high school, and and nobody's ever seen you on the court. So that's that's a uh, that was on you. And, and then even your homegirl, even if she hadn't ever seen you play, she should at least you know stuck to the script and been like, oh yeah, yeah, Demond's got skills. Oh, that dude lights it up. Instead, she was like, I've never even seen him on the court. I mean, with friends like that, who needs enemies? <laughs> You're not wrong about that one. DeMond's done. Oh, man. Uh, exactly. Exactly. So, you see, you just have to you have to teach her, man, coach her up. Coach her up, coach. How to tell her, like, hey, man, when the pressure's on, you got you to gotta be able to come through in the clutch. I like that. All right, 340 is the time. We're expected to have Asia Wilson here at the table. What we're going to do is take a quick break. We'll reset. As soon as she gets to the table, we'll come on back and close out the show with the former MVP, Asia Wilson. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Radio Nation Radio 920. It's Unnecessary Roughness. I get up out of bed fired up. Sometimes the wife's like, hey, man, calm it on down. You ain't on air. <laughs> it ain't always got to be showtime. I just thought about you just waking up. Boom! <laughs> Scaring the hell out of everybody. That's how you get out of bed. <laughs> Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Well, we are efforting Asia Wilson. We're expecting her at the table in a matter of seconds, but we have not seen her. Starting to quiet down around here at the Michelob Ultra Arena. You could tell that uh, a lot of the everything that was going on, the to-do is uh, starting to get wrapped up. We're the last of the Mohicans that are here. So we're expecting to see and talk to Asia to close out the show. We'll see if that indeed does happen. But, um, you know, we've been talking about the Raiders draft class. Oh, here she comes. <laughs> but thought, thought she was going uh, to uh, hold stand us up, but she didn't. She's, uh, she's making her way over here. Uh, we'll obviously talk a lot about the Raiders draft class uh, throughout the course of the week. We'll have plenty of people on that talk about it. Matter of fact, Ted Nguyen from The Athletics is going to be on tomorrow at 2.30 to talk about uh, Dylan Parham and how he likes what, uh, what, what he brings to the table and the skill set that he has. So we'll talk to Ted Nguyen coming up at 2.30 tomorrow, 3 o'clock. We'll have John McClain from the Houston Chronicle and more lined up on the show. But right now, 
Joining us at the table in a matter of seconds is the former MVP. Uh, yeah. Talking about Asia Wilson. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Doing well. How about yourself? Fantastic. How is this? Uh, how has this media day been for you? Been running all around crazy. Yeah, it's been crazy, but it's actually been moving pretty well, so I can't complain. Are you excited <laughs> about the start of the season? I am. I can't wait for it to start. Is that is that I mean is that media day kind of let you know hey it's 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 happening one hundred percent I can I always tell myself if I can get past media day I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach Hammond had a lot of good things to say about you when she sat down here at the at the table just talking about how excited she is for you to be with the leader of this team. How excited are you to work with her? Man, I'm super excited. Uh, just having the conversations that Becky and I have had, uh, the vision that we have of this team, it's it's. Great to be a part of, uh, let alone be a leader of it. So I got some crazy knucklehead rookies, but they keep me on my toes, and, and I love my teammates. What do you think – what will be the differences between the Aces teams that we've seen before to what we expect to see this year? Um, honestly, just the offense. The offense and the spacing that we've had, I think it creates a lot for each other. Uh, and it, they, you never know who night it may be. Right. And I think everyone got so used to seeing certain nights with certain people. Uh, but I think this go-around, it's coming from all angles. So I'm excited. What does this team mean to you? You came back and even Coach said, hey, you know, Asia didn't take as much money as she could have taken. She came back because she wanted to keep this together. What does this team mean to you? I mean, it means a lot. I mean, not only does it pay my bills, but at the same time, like, I've, I've formed a lot of bonds, different bonds with different players. I mean, just to see Jackie in year four, it makes me realize how old I'm starting to get. Uh, <laughs> but it's crazy just to watch it unfold and grow, especially for them drafting me. I mean, I was Vegas's first draft pick in the right. WNBA, so I feel like this is – I, this is home. Like, right. This is home for me, and I, I would never want to let that go. How much about this fan base, too? This fan base gets the arena just jacked. It just The energy is amazing. It's crazy. Uh, just watching the growth from my rookie year all the way now to year five, uh, I'm just so excited to see it. Uh, the fact that we have our own fan base and people recognize me when I go into Target and stuff, <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. People recognize you wherever you go. <laughs> it don't matter where you go. They're like, oh, there goes Asia. He <laughs> <laughs> can't get away from that. We're talking right now with Asia Wilson here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. My man, Demond Cotton, he's in the home studio right now. He's got one for you. I see you tweeted out the picture of the LeBrons that you got on. How yeah. long did that custom job take? Because for people who don't know, wow. it's got the Vegas, it's got the yeah. Las Vegas sign and like the Aces cards. Tell us more about like your inspiration to getting these made. Yes, yeah, so it's crazy because uh, it's a guy named Doug. He He's the original shoe chef on social, and he does a lot of different customs. He did some for Coach Daly, and I was like, oh, I need his number. <laughs> so I reached out to him, and I think he got them done maybe in like three days. I mean, he did his thing. I told him, you know, do your thing, freestyle however you want. I always tend to wear bronze on, uh, on media day. So, yeah, he really brought them to life. When he showed me the print, I was like, ain't no way you're about to put this on a shoe. So when I saw him in person, I said, oh, my God, he put him on a shoe. So, um, yes, I think he shows a part of me uh, in the city. And shout out to Doug. He really did his thing on this. They're dope. They're yeah, dope. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Nice, I like it. Speaking <laughs> of, of Coach Staley, yeah. uh, your alma mater yeah. just won another national championship. Mm -hmm. How exciting was that? I saw you were there. You were on the court. You were dancing, partying it up. You know, you and Aaliyah Boston. What did that mean to see your team uh, go ahead and win another national championship? Oh, man, it, it was incredible uh, to just to be a fan, like not to not have to worry about anything. Just right. go out there and support them 100%. Those are like my little sisters. The sisterhood that Coach Daly helps us build there, uh, mm -hmm. it's forever. So I was glad that I could be there to support them, uh, to show that show them that I, I'm behind them 100%. So. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> what makes her go? Because she's been fantastic at every level yeah. as a player, coach, yeah. no matter what. She's just she's been one of those that I've always admired. But just what kind of what gives her that burn in her belly? Uh, it has to be just 
I think it's just within her. I think, and honestly, it's just who Coach Daly is. She's come from a place that's like North Philly. She always say it, North Philly <laughs> from top to bottom. And uh, you can see that through and through with her. And I think helping others is what makes her go. I mean, the way that she can just touch so many people, uh, it's incredible to watch. And, and that's like my second mom. We get on each other's nerves, but I love her to death. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the sign of a good coach and a, and a great player, right? I mean, you're not always going to see eye to eye, but you know that, hey, she's got my best intentions. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh, as far as just the, the season coming up, again, it gets started on Friday, and then on Sunday will be the home opener. Just what, what, do, what do fans that maybe have not come to an Aces game, what should they expect? Man, a lot of great energy, a lot of positive vibes. That's something that we always push uh, at the Michelob Ultra Arena now. Um, and I'm just I'm so excited to get back to the house. I've missed it. I missed the bright lights. I missed all of that. So it should be fun. Uh, just bring your energy. Don't try to down us. Always uplift us. Right, right. <laughs> well, I think that that's what the, the fan base always does. Yes. I, I don't think I've seen a better home court advantage as far as, you know, the hoop game goes. I mean, there's – always so many people that come into town and and have to get to an aces game and that was one of the first things i did when i got to town was like i gotta go check this out in person yeah, and it's yeah. it's a fantastic vibe uh as far as just uh the team you know there's always turnover on the rock every year but this team looks really well put together i know that there's still some tweaks being being made but as far as just the players that you know that are on this team that are going to be big time contributors how are you feeling about this year's squad uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because I think uh, no, we're the unexpected right now. I mm -hmm. think no one understands what we look like. We don't even understand what we look <laughs> like. But I think that's the beauty in it. Uh, and we're just going to continue to just work work hard and, and understand that we're here for something and we're playing for something that's bigger than us. Final question for you is do you have any uh, new dance moves that we're going to see this year? I don't know. you got to come to a game and check it out. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're always ready to entertain. Always. <laughs> well, Asia, thank you so much. Enjoy the season. We'll be here Appreciate to watch it. you and support you. Thank you. Thank you. There she goes. That's Asia, Asia uh, Wilson here with us here on uh, Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. And, Damon, you mentioned those shoes that she got on. Those shoes are, are dope. They're pretty dope. Oh, that's all I wanted to ask about because I looked at them, and then I'm not the biggest fan of LeBron's. Right, I'm not but, either. But those look fresh. I'm glad we can agree on that one. No, they do. That If there's one thing that we will always agree on is that right there because those are, are fantastic next-level stuff right there uh, with those shoes that she is rocking. So uh, we can always appreciate some, some, some good, uh, some nice fresh kicks, right? Yeah, man, but also about those LeBrons, they're a little low top, so I guess that, you know, just wearing them around at media day, but I don't think you can hoop in those. No, I'm no, I'm no. Never, I've never owned a pair of LeBrons myself. Oh, you never hooped anyway. Okay, man, look here. <laughs> You never I, hooped I, anyway, I so it don't matter, man. Whatever you wear, it don't matter. You ain't hooping I in anything. I set myself up for it, but come on, Q. <laughs> See, I'm going to bring in, I'm gonna bring in my, my award for senior year. I'm going to bring it in tomorrow, you know, just to show you. Anyone could go to the print shop and make an award. Now is anybody can go to the print <laughs> shop. <laughs> I, can, I can Photoshop some, some kind of award. You know, you, gonna, you remind me of uh, what movie was that when, uh, when, when Kevin Hart was like the best athlete? Was that uh? Oh man, I hate. I'm not who, a movie guy. Who else guy. was in it? Oh, great, great question. Great. I great mean, question. Oh, I'm The Rock. The Rock was in it. Oh, okay. Um, Central Intelligence. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you, you remind me of uh, of him when he was out there and he was like the 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 star of the of the team and everything back in high school. That that's who you are. You were that guy. I don't know if it really happened, but you were that guy. Yo, know, man, the people loved me. You know. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Good stuff right there. Nothing wrong with that. I, I definitely uh, I definitely appreciate that. Hey, real quick, I know we've had a lot of fun uh, on the course of the show today. I had a lot to get to on the show. Uh, how about this news about DeAndre Hopkins? Didn't get to talk about that. Didn't have cover three today. But how about that? Suspended six games.
That's major right there for the Arizona Cardinals. What are your thoughts on that? Is he a repeat offender? That's my first thought because I haven't had any chance to actually do any research. But I feel like six games for a first-time offense is a lot. Well, it sounded like he had all kind of different, uh, all kind of different uh, tests that he failed. You I know? mean, if you're so, on the juice, you're on the juice. But I didn't know that being on the juice got, I mean, six, got you games, six games. I think that that's kind of what it is. You know, maybe he is a repeat offender. I don't know, but I think that's massive. When you know, we saw the the trade. We saw what happened with Hollywood Brown. He goes to the Cardinals, and one of the first things he says is, um, "Yeah, I'm excited because." I don't have to worry about uh, having all the attention on me. You know, I can, I can, they'll have all the attention on D Hop, and then I can go out there and get loose. And well, now he's not going to have the attention on on D Hop. It's going to be back on him again. And I'll, I'll say this: side note, I think that it's kind of a terrible mentality to have as well, to say that you don't want, you know, you don't want all the attention. You want someone else to have all the attention, so you can, you know, so you you can get off yourself. I, I think that's kind of. That's kind of what kinda, he wants to play weak. with good players. What's so weak about that? No, it's kind of weak to say that you don't you don't want to have, you know, all that attention on you. You know what I mean? Like our competitors compete. If That's you have all, all the attention been talking on about you with Devontae Adams coming, it's like, oh, it's going to free up some things for other players. But now, to, nobody's like saying like, yeah, I want give me three bums. And put him on no, the no, 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 no. But it just the maybe I'm saying it wrong. Maybe I mean you're right. I just think that I'm maybe I'm saying it wrong then because it's just the way that he was saying that everyone's going to be paying attention to Hopkins is going to give me, uh, you know, like free free reign. I just thought it sounded kind of I don't know, kind of weak. But maybe you're right. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overthinking it. I I, I could take that. I'll All right, that let's one. get one call in. We got Stove on the line. All right, Stove, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? All right, what's up, Hugh? I know you don't have a lot of time here, but I got a lot of takeaways from the draft, but I'm going to tell you the one major takeaway I have. The, the Raiders passing game has scared the bejeebers out of the Kansas City Chiefs. They drafted like 25 cornerbacks. They traded for another one today. You can't triple cover Waller, Devontae Adams, and Hunter Renfro. Take a look at what the Chiefs have done in the last few days. Tell me they're not focused on the Raiders for the first time ever. Because for the last blank years, we've been trying to figure out every way possible to beat the Chiefs. We tried to go with the speedy wide receiver and tight end combo like they have. We've tried to step on their logo. We tried to drive around the stadium. Well, the roles are being reversed now, and the Chiefs better watch out. Okay, I like it. I like it. I think also, uh, and great call uh, to close out the show, I think also something that we have to remember is that the whole division is so loaded that everyone's got to stack up defensively. Everyone's got to make sure that their defense is on point or else every team's going to score 30, 35 points a game and not have a, a good opportunity to win games. I mean, that's that's something that just knowing uh, all the players that you have in the division, that's going to be something that everyone needs to do. But I, I get what you're saying. And Kansas City, I think, in my opinion, again, had a pretty good draft. You know, they did get some good players that I think are going to help contribute as early as this year. So that's going to do it for us. We're going to pass the sticks on to Vinny Bonsignor. Uh, we had a great time here at Michelob Ultra Arena. He's going to take you 4 to 6 p.m. in the huddle. This has been Unnecessary Roughness on Radio Nation Radio 920.